This is Radio Crystal Blue. Dan Herman here and you there. And let's get back uh, stateside now with uh, some more. On to a uh, world-renowned uh, violinist who has, uh, as always, a bunch of shows coming up. And I see that she was actually interviewed for the New York Times in an article that came out uh, several weeks ago. She had posted a story on her Facebook wall late December about her memorable experience standing in line for a COVID test. Somehow the Times got hold of it, and uh, but you might be able to look up her post on Facebook to get the whole story. And meanwhile, she has a show February the 13th in Connecticut for starters, and I'll tell you more about it as we go. This is from this good album called Bright Shiny Objects. This is titled Magic Wand. It is from Denis Bonet.
and squabbling with a man Then I heard Miss Nancy say Why do you treat your gal that way? I went down the alley other night Nancy and her manager just had a fight He hit Miss Nancy across her head When she rose to her feet she said 
low-down alligator Just watch me sooner or later Gonna catch you with your bridges down You abuse me and mistreats me You dog me round and feed me Still I'm gonna hang around Take all my money black in both of my eyes Give it to another woman Come home and tell me lies You low-down alligator Just watch me sooner or later Gonna catch you with your bridges down Another woman come home and tell me lies You low-down alligator Just watch me sooner or later Gonna catch you with your bridges down Down alligator, just watch me sooner or later. Go catch you with your bridges down. You abuse me and mistreats me. You dog me around and beat me. Still, I'm gonna hang around. Take all my money, black and both of my eyes. Give it to another woman, come home and tell me lies. You low down alligator. Just watch me sooner or later Gonna catch you with your bridges down Don't you know? Catch you with your bridges down I mean Catch you with your bridges down I'm ready, ready as anybody can be. I'm ready, ready as anybody can be. Now I'm ready for you. I hope you're ready for me. I got an axe and a pistol on a graveyard frame That shoot tombstone bullets wearing balls and chain I'm drinking TNT, I'm smoking dynamite I hope some screwball gonna start a fight Cause I'm ready, ready as anybody can be I'm ready for you, I hope you're ready for me You pretty little chicks with your pretty little hair I know you feels like I ain't nowhere But stop what you're doing, baby Come over here I'm gonna prove to you, baby That I ain't no square Cause I'm ready Ready as anybody can be Now I'm ready for you I hope you're ready for me 
Spring, Mississippi, everybody.
baby walking down the street. I'm sick every minute time. Little G. Weevil, Poor Black Maddie, in his new live acoustic session album, gweevil.com, that's G-W-E-E-V-I-L.com, Little G. Weevil on Twitter as well. He's based out of uh, Budapest and continues to record and perform in his native uh, Hungary. In fact, he's got a show February 4th in Budapest at the Musikum Club and Bistro. Then February 19th in Zentatalfa, I think the name of this uh, place is. Name of the town, anyway. Elsewhere in uh, Hungary. Little G. Weevil is his name. Another from the great roster of Blind Raccoon from my friend uh, Betsy Brown. Great uh, label for all things blues. That's really helped out with uh, music within the genre here on Radio Crystal Blue. As well as Reverend Sean Amos and the Brotherhood has. song I'm Ready is from his new album, The Cause of It All. SeanAmos.com S-H-A-W-N-A-M-O-S dot com The Rev Amos on Twitter. And I thought he had a more recent gig, which was the reason for me uh, airing his music, but I guess it won't be until May his next show will be. I guess I may have misread that. So, May 13th, The Eli and Edie, the broad stage, it says here. With the full bands, that is in uh, Santa Monica. And I see here you can pre-order his copy of his debut novel, Cookies and Milk, between January 26th and 28th at bn.com and get 25% off. And now that I'm reading that, I see that's past tense. So, uh, hmm, sorry if you missed out on that one. But uh, might be more deals coming soon. Looking forward to his uh, novel. 
about his uh, time thus far in and around the uh, entertainment industry. Kelly's Lot, Black Eye Blues from her most recent album, Where and When. Kelly'sLot.com. K-E-L-L-Y-S-L-O-T-T-W-E-E-T. Kelly's Lot's tweet on Twitter. And in case you haven't heard, they have a song on the soundtrack of Ghostbusters Afterlife. That song called Foolish Try. Meanwhile, February 13th, on Super Bowl Sunday, they're playing Cold Spring Tavern in Santa Barbara, California. March 26th, it's uh, the band's Duo Plus gig at Namba Arts in Ventura, California. And uh, more to come, of course. Kalo, Upside Down, going back to her album Wild Change. KaloBand.com, K-E-L-O-B-A-N-D.com. Kalo Rocks on Twitter. Played a recent show at the Continental in Houston. On February 4th, she plays the Continental in Austin with Texas guitar slinger Carolyn Wonderland. Also, she has her own series via the folks at BlueHouseMedia.tv based in her home base of Tulsa. And you can subscribe to Kalo on YouTube to get alerts for her newest uh, videos there. Joe Weimer. No time left to cry. JoeWeimer.com. J-O-W-Y-M-E-R.com, that is. Joe Weimer on Twitter. And of course, it's from her great five-song EP, SLG. February 4th, she's at Delvetto's. Acoustic Trio Show. Salvador's Pizza and Pub is in Neptune City. February 11th at Iron Plow Vineyards in Columbus, New Jersey. February 18th at Blue Moon. It's also a trio show. That is in South Amboy. February 19th at the Blackbird Flag Brewing Company. Another acoustic trio show in uh, Forked River. February 25th, Wardle Gardens Rehab in Tinton Falls. February 25th, the Moose Lodge Acoustic Trio Show at uh, Lanoka Harbor. She'll be back there again on March the 11th. And March 12th, Light of Day Festival, Women of Song at the Saint in Asbury Park. Light of Day, I suppose, was moved from uh, January because I think there's like a roughly 7 to 10 day festival that takes place in uh, mid-January, but I guess now it's being moved to uh, mid-March. That would be fun to attend in person. I think I was at the Saint once. I couldn't even tell you like who performed. It, it might have been an open mic, as far as I remember. That goes back years ago. Renata Zeguer. Burning Castles from her album Picnic in the Dark. This is her second album with Northern Spy Records, which is this sonic 
series of dreams infused with infused with this magical personal um, narrative. It was co-produced with Sam Griffin Owens. These songs leading a mystical conversation between characters within her psyche. This album with a single not the song I spun but a different one that was released in January. The official album airplay date is uh, April and again we heard Burning Castles rather reflective uh, kind of a sound kind of recalls uh, Cocteau Twins and that weird uh, Julie Cruz I guess uh, Twin Peaks uh, sort of vibe that uh, I really dig March 5th she's at Venkman's in Atlanta March 6th at Richmond Music Hall Richmond Virginia March 10th at Brooklyn Maid. That is in Brooklyn, New York. March 11th at the Crystal Ballroom in Somerville, Mass. March 12th at the Harrisburg Midtown Arts Center in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. March 13th at the Horseshoe Tavern in Toronto. March 15th at Montag uh, Montage Music Hall in Rochester, New York. March 16th at the Big Room Bar in Columbus, Ohio. Renata Zegwer. R-E-N-A-T-A-Z-E-I-G-U-E-R.com That same spelling on Twitter. Denis Bonet, Magic Wand, from her album Bright Shiny Objects. DeniBonet.com, D-E-N-I-B-O-N-E-T, and that same spelling on Twitter. And she has some news of her own. Heading to New Haven, Connecticut to play Cafe 9 on February the 13th. Also, February 25th at the Luna Star Cafe, North Miami, Florida. March 12th at the Buttonwood Tree in Middletown, Connecticut. And March 25th at the Turning Point in Piermont, New York. And again, check the Facebook uh, page for her uh, post that was picked up by the uh, New York Times guess about her experience with being in line for a uh, COVID test. This is Radio Crystal Blue. I'm Dan Herman, and uh, let's see, at least halfway through this program, I think, reminding you that every show is open to stream, download, and to share in full through your favorite podcast platform and smart device. Again, I endeavor to do shows three times a month, and I'm still adjusting to life here in Philadelphia, balancing a full-time schedule and resolving just how to do everyday things again between shopping, uh, commuting, and managing my health. I've had a bit of a health setback in uh, January, and I also have to add uh, COVID testing to the mix too. I've got to get weekly testing done. And uh, whatever else uh, happens to be uh, in the mix. There were some uh, cool uh, things I found. And, you know, when I go into Philadelphia, I will, uh, depending on my mood and the time available, I'll often play tourist and I'll try to get out of the house, at least just to get out of the house or this uh, small studio apartment anyway, when I can. 
just to drink in the essence of the city. And uh, on a whim, I actually went to the Reading Terminal Market, which is this old uh, indoor market, I think the oldest one in the country, if I have my bearings right, because I know there's the Italian market, which is also very old, but Reading Terminal Market is even older. And there's all these little... Uh, Spots just like going to some mini mall, and everywhere you turn, there's another uh, place for uh, fresh food, and uh, others. There's uh, a Dutch eating place, which may have been the spot I ate years ago, ate at years ago, with this huge like pancake breakfast. I mean, the Amish don't skimp on uh, portions. It's um, that was memorable. Metropolitan Bakery was there. The uh, Pennsylvania General Store, which was the real reason for me attending. And I'll uh, tell you why. I recently came across this app, and I know I'll sound like a commercial saying this, but there is an app I have here that I talked about online called Too Good To Go. And this is a um, really special kind of an app because they actively help prevent uh, food waste. Now, we may have heard the story about restaurants and shops throwing away food because they're simply not consumed by the end of the day. And this, uh, and people behind this app actually work with those places to save that food for the end of the day, or I suppose in some cases, maybe even the next day, for those who are uh, in need. And these places often offer what they uh, have and what are called surprise bags. And you basically purchase the meal at what is essentially a anywhere from, let's say, 50 to 80% off the normal retail price. You purchase it on the app, and you turn up in the store with the given pickup time, and you show the staff your order to receive their bag. And it's wonderful. I've now used it maybe four times over the case of a, uh, the span of a month. Uh, I've been to one pizza spot, which was pretty decent. There was a there's an ice cream spot that does um, this on the daily. I've been to Pisano's, which was a good experience for uh, baked goods, like your baked like croissant and um, muffin and uh, and so forth. And the uh, Pennsylvania General Store. At the Reading Market, I felt had to be a winner, and it was. There was a Danish, there was um, a few other baked goods, all wrapped and secured. And part of it really is the surprise. And other part of it is the cost and the goodwill you're doing when you use the app. Because a third of the food is wasted, so you're doing a great thing and hopefully having a bit of fun while you do it. And I'm not, sure, not shy of a sharing um, what surprise I get on Twitter or in, and elsewhere. So I figured I would share it with you. Too Good To Go is the name of the app, and they're also on Twitter, so please support them if you can. Chances are, if you're in uh, an urban setting, there is some stores and restaurants and others near you that participate in this cause. Reading Market was fun. I um, remember it from 
my previous times being through there. And also, I finally remember National Treasure, the original movie, where there's that chase scene that goes through uh, the market as uh, much of that movie was filmed around D.C. as well as Philadelphia. Um, did some photos of some more stuff around the area, and there's so much history, such living history that's here. There's alleyways, there's cobblestone streets, old buildings. And I want to take a little more time to, um, again, play tourist and show off some photos and help retell that history. One of my favorite people on the web is Kevin Walsh, who has done this sort of thing for like 25 years, pretty much. Covering every little nook and cranny of New York City and the surrounding area. And I don't know if I want to do that so much, but I want to at least uh, tell some more of the hidden and forgotten stuff of Philadelphia. Except that Philly is a lot better at preserving its history, and I say that. It's absolutely true. And I'll continue to uh, show off that history when um, time allows. Oh, boy. I've had to adjust to a lot of things. Uh, getting food delivered and having food substituted for items that I may not really want. <laughs> um, the commute I have isn't so great. It's It goes through some seedy areas and... I haven't had any problems yet, but I still have to be on my guard. And, hey, I'm from New York. I can handle myself pretty well. But, um... It can be a little challenging. I actually had a bad experience and missed an appointment uh, earlier today when I uh, attempted to put a uh, debit card in a uh, ticket machine for what's, what is the uh, PATCO service, which runs between uh, Center City, Philly, and uh, Western uh, New Jersey. It goes all the way to uh, Lindenwald. And I was attempting to get to somewhere with a bit of a shortcut by going to Patco, which trains run a little less frequent than the uh, standard, uh, as we call the L here, the elevated lines, which are in part not elevated. They're actually underground, like in the actual subways. It took me five, six minutes before I gave up on the car because it kept uh, rejecting it. And I had to use whatever cash I had left, and by that time, I think I had missed a train and missed my appointment, and I was kind of angry about it, and I still am a little bit miffed. I am nothing without a reliable commute, and I love public transportation. I will never drive. I, And I'm in such a great city for that sort of uh, connection to all points, but... It's got to be reliable, and it's got to be, uh, um, the, the structure, the infrastructure has to work. <laughs> and for some reason, so far, it's been a little bit of a, tr a struggle to, uh, make that happen. Hopefully it's a bit of a temporary thing from the universe. Other than that, I'm generally okay with living where I am right now, this apartment. I'm, I'm all right. I'm doing okay. Maybe when I get a little more settled, maybe when I have a little more time, maybe I'll do some more actual traveling and outside the city, outside of my uh, area where I work, maybe I'll uh, hit up New York and maybe uh, Jersey, and we'll see. 
I still have to pinch myself. I've got marks <laughs> that I'm in the middle of this great city. I'm very thankful. And I'm thankful for you too for listening. Let's get to some music here again as I have uh, a heating unit in the background that hopefully I've uh, filtered the noise out with so that uh, you won't hear it as much. So that's why the sound may be somewhat different but it's the best I can do given the circumstances. I was recording in a uh, much smaller room when living with my sister in Colleen, Texas. Now this is a bigger apartment. And it's like it's like one big room pretty much. But yeah, you might hear some of that uh, weird background noise. I was actually warned. I, well, maybe I can't say I was warned, but I was I was told by a new neighbor that. Uh, once in a while, I might hear the uh, helicopters from the uh, nearby large hospital complex, and I may have heard them like once or twice, but that hasn't uh, bothered me one bit. Got a duo from an album going back some years, and uh, I think I missed out on his more recent release, but I don't mind going back a couple of albums to this uh to this one, this uh, album called In the Dark. And looks like he's got some shows brewing in March and April and beyond. Talking about Matt Harlan with Rachel Jones. This is called Move Slow. Circling wild and low, two trees shaking long and free, growing close like you and me, darling. Let's go. Can't even feel the rain. I'll move slow. We might never get the chance again. Setting sun, singing loud when summer's done. Seasons brought us back again. Dancing on the shift and saying, Darling, let's go. You can't even feel the rain. I'll move slow. And I never
Jackson I don't think I'll miss you much All the way to Jackson I don't think I'll miss you much And once I get to Lafayette I won't mind one little bit Once I get to Lafayette I won't mind one little bit And once I get to Baton Rouge I won't cry for you Once I get to Baton Rouge I won't cry a tear for you All the way to Jackson I don't think I'll miss you much All the way to Jackson I don't think I'll miss you much Once I get to Vicksburg, I won't even feel an urge. Once I get to Vicksburg, I won't even feel an urge. All the way to Jackson. I'm standing in the mirror Who do you think I see? I'm a loser, I'm a hero Who is staring back at me? A reflection, a suggestion An undressed figurine I'm defeated darkness how do I close my eyes 
Chris Smither, Old Man Down, off his album More from the Levy. Smither.com, S-M-I-T-H-E-R, Chris Smither underscore, on the Twitter. Chris continues to have a, a busy touring schedule. Somewhere in my notes I've got his... Uh, Latest dealings. February 25th, rescheduled from January 14th, playing the Town Crier Cafe in Beacon, New York. February 26th, Gateway City Arts in Holyoke, Massachusetts. March 23rd, the Alberta Rose Theater in Portland, Oregon. March 24th, at the Tractor Tavern in Seattle. March 25th, at the Freight and Salvage in Berkeley, California. March 26th, at McCabe's in Santa Monica. Miss Tess, human being from her Parlor Sounds album that she recorded along with Tom Eaton. An album recorded live using two vintage parlor sized guitars. As Tom used a 1951 Stella, Tess a 1940 Recording King. Songs all requested by fans for the sake of this recording. MissTestMusic.com, MissTestMusic on Twitter. February 10th, 
She's at Dee's Country Cocktail Lounge. I should say they, they're both performing that evening. That is in Madison, Tennessee. March 3rd, 185 King Street, LLC in Brevard, North Carolina. March 5th, The Barns of Rose Hill in Berryville, Virginia. March 6th at Hank Idol's Tavern in Rockville, Maryland. March 9th, the Philadelphia Folk Song Society. March 11th, Pale Fire Brewing Company in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Donna Harula, Jackson. Another gem from her album, Bang at the Door. DonnaHarula.com. D-O-N-N-A-H-E-R-U-L-A.com. With the same spelling on Twitter. And did I neglect my notes on her? I think I did, actually. So I'm going to cheat here. I'm going to go to the website and see uh, what's going on. If you want to play along, you can go to the website, too. And I'm here to tell you about what she has next in terms of news. Because I usually have this uh, all organized by the time uh, this show is aired. But... uh, Looks like I forgot Donna this time. So let me find out here what she has going on. Play slow web connection all of a sudden. February 11th, she's at Buddy Guy's Legends. Which uh, looks like she'll be back there for on March the 4th. Isn't that the spot in Chicago? Yeah. They're on South Wabash Avenue. Yeah, that's a legendary Chicago spot for her. So February 11th and March the 4th. And in between, February 23rd, a supper club. It says here, Untitled Supper Club. I'm not sure why. March 22nd and 25th, she's at Antioch uh, High School in that town in Illinois. Playing at Fitzgerald's March 29th. Kind of a fractured calendar. I can't see the actual locations for these uh, places. But a very busy dance card nevertheless. Again, the website does have a little more information about uh, what she's up to. Dominic Chicala. Closing out a series of songs that were duos in this uh, segment. We had it all. From his concept album, Come On Over. The Honky Tonk Duets. DominicChicala.com D-O-M-E-N-I-C-C-I-C-A-L-A And I see that got some nominations from uh, several groups including uh, Whammy Award for Best Country Americana Record of the Year and I think Whammy is uh, uh, not West... What does Whammy stand for? What is the Whammy for? I forget. W-A-M-M-I-E. Not Washington. Might be Washington. I forget. <laughs> Meanwhile, a lot's quiet on the show front for now. He is working on a solo record. He is said to be finishing that by February. February 22nd is at the place called Old Mother Brewing Company. That is in Frederick in Maryland. March 20th at the Idiom Brewing Company. Elsewhere in Frederick. 
April 1st with his band Then Some, also back at uh, Idiom. Annie and Rod Caps, Patience from their album When They Fall. AnnieandRodCaps.com, that's uh, A N N I E and R O D C A P P S. Annie Caps on Twitter. February 13th, duo show at the Ark in Ann Arbor, Michigan for an event they call My Folky Valentine. Featured couples Dave Butet and Christy Davis, Dave Keeney and Sophia Hanifi, and Matt and Kim Watroba. March 4th, they play the Howell Opera House in Howell, Michigan. March 12th at the Trinity House Theater in Livonia in Michigan. And this just in, Annie has a new solo album coming up this spring called How Can I Say This? So we'll listen for that when time comes. Matt Harlan and Rachel Jones move slow off their album In the Dark. MattHarlan.com M-A-T-T-H-A-R-L-A-N Matt Harlan Music on the Twitter. He plays next March 11th at No Label Brewing Company in Katy, Texas. April 22nd at the Home Sweet Farm Market and Beer Garden in Brenham, elsewhere in Texas. This is Radio Crystal Blue. Here in the end of January, beginning of February of 2022. Got our final segment already ahead. And I wanted to give you some details on how you or someone you know can submit music for future RCB programs. CDs, as always, take top preference. Though I will also give consideration to those who are sending uh, electronic press kits or downloads straight into my email or links to music through any service like Dropbox or Holix or similar. All those are certainly acceptable, and heck, even down the line, I might even take uh, cassettes or uh, vinyl. I have a few CDs here, but I'm not going to debut them until I have uh, a little bit more in the library uh, for those to um, see the light of day, as it were. So I'm kind of waiting on that, unless maybe I would want to just do half of CDs and maybe a half of... uh, other sources. That I may well do instead. Meanwhile, uh, if you are mailing albums, I will give out my mailing address uh, by request and on a need-to-know basis as I'm no longer publishing my share uh, address onto the web with this uh, move I did last month. Further, Emails can go to dan at radiocrystalblue.net. And for all submissions, regardless of format, music must come from active performing artists. And also, they must have a 2022 release date or late 2021. I'm also looking at EPK websites for sources. The uh, two that I look toward are sonicbids.com and musicsubmit.com Just look for Radio Crystal Blue on either website. 
Time to get to this final segment, as mentioned. And uh, again, my gracious thanks for all of you for uh, tuning in and continuing to listen and also to support the artists that are heard on this program. And I've got a... Let's see. Should I give the story now or after? I think it would be more fun if I did this after. So I'm going to save that from this uh, New England songwriter with the album that she released, I think, now almost two years ago. And she has since released something new, which is more along the lines of her, um, I guess, more reflective uh, piano meditative pieces. And she has several projects like that that uh, is going on. And it's rather inspiring to see her do all this work all at once. Going back to her Lines and Spaces album, this is called Goodness Knows. It's from Heather Pearson. The day that I turned 21, I hated nearly everyone except that phony friend in my hand. I could knock him back with the best of them, but just like all the rest of them, I couldn't see beyond the end of my nose. Goodness knows how I'm still here. The old man had just turned 51 when the cancer's evil work was done and left mom and me with no place to stand. And from the booze I was set free, but she chose not to follow me. My love and her fear came to blows. Goodness knows how I'm still here. Just more stubborn than most But like mama used to say I come by it honestly The year that I turned 31 My mother finished up her run Her hourglass had run out of sand It had been years since we had spoken Both our weary hearts were broken I'm alone now on the road I chose Goodness knows And you 
lend a hand Seems everybody can Out here Out here The sky is endless Out here All the stars feel near Out here We know the pride of hard work And a little dirt and sweat Ain't killed nobody yet Out here Out here is where you fly over Out here is where you just pass through Oh, you might stop for gas or beer It's the most that you might do Out here Out here, we are not a destination Out here, ain't got no souvenirs Out here, we are never breaking news And we like it just that way Living day to day Out here Out here, it is a different country out here, it's a different year We still don't lock our doors Ain't got no need to fear Out here Out here, it ain't a place really Out here, it's an atmosphere Out here, it's that small town deep inside that you've wanted or have known Where you feel welcomed home Out here It's that small town that you've known Where you feel welcomed home Out here Stand up guy There still was one more out to get The 
game It wasn't over yet, it should have been He caught the throw with plenty of time But there you go, Jim Joyce Stand-up guy Sobbing and took the blame I was convinced of what I saw I just missed the bleeding call Jim Joyce Stand-up guy Jim Joyce, he's a stand-up guy He called for the pitcher to please come by He face-to-face apologized Jim Joyce's tears were texasized Jim Joyce Stand-up guy Nobody's perfect The pitcher would say in an interview The very next day, he's only human He made a mistake and I hope everybody will cut him a break Jim Joyce, stand-up guy your heart this morning I need to know is there a chance you see the place where I see you I see you here beside me I miss your laughter this place after you have gone it's so alone and blue I ask you once, I ask you twice Do you think I still miss you? Is there anything I wouldn't do To touch your face again? I need to know somehow, somewhere You'll relearn to love me 
I'll open up my door and see that you've come home to stay. Maybe it's the booze. Oh, maybe it's my boss. I ask all the time where the blame should be. Oh, sooner or later this old world stops spinning. And I am alone. And the fault belongs to me. I ask you once, I ask you twice, when will I stop falling? Can you catch me? Can you hold me? Is there any solid ground? I see your fingers at the telephone. Are you tapping in my number? Calling to forgive me and say you're coming home. Please come
Thank you. 
Oh yes, I'll spend some classical music here too. <laughs> Brandenburg Concerto Number no. Three, First Movement from Mr. Mike Agronoff. Beautiful stuff there. If you ever have the hankering to get into some old folk, and especially folk coming from the uh, great melting pot that is New Jersey. Um, there is Mike. He's everywhere there's folk music is in uh, Jersey. There's, uh, I think he's part of called the Folk Project. And we dug into his uh, 2001 album there. Wait, was it 2001? Or is it 2014? 2014, actually, his most recent album, Straight Lines. Brandenburg Concerto, number three, first movement, transcribed for two concertinas, cello, and bass. MikeAgronoff.com for uh, much more about him. Let's see what he has going on. He's usually very busy as a performing artist. And... So it goes, February 22nd, some sort of online event called Folk with Breezy, streaming concert, webcast live from England, an evening at a typical English folk club featuring Mike as the guest singer. Looks like he said it was to play Nerfa, or is it Nefa? No, not Nerfa, but Nefa. Nerfa is the... Um, Northeast Regional Folk Alliance uh, organization. NEFA is, let's see, where is that? NEFFA. I forget. I should look that one up. Because <laughs> on the whole, I don't recall. Oh, that's actually New England Folk Festival Association. That's uh, um, a little different. Not related to... Uh, Nerfa, actually. That's that's something different. And it's strictly New England because Nerfa already uh, takes in account uh, New England itself. So there's that. that that'll be coming up in uh, April and for the second straight year uh, it'll be a, a virtual uh, festival instead of uh, flesh and blood and brick and mortar and stuff. Livingston Taylor, I ask you once. The Best of Live, 50 Years of Livingston Taylor Live, collection of uh, concert uh, excerpts, livingstontaylor.com, Liv Taylor on Twitter. You know, back in 2017 in January on the 18th, the mayor of Boston and the governor of Massachusetts declared the day Livingston Taylor Day in celebration of his 50 years of his career in the music industry. Well, five years on, he is still going strong and glad to be back out on the road. And it looks like February 11th, he's at the Flying Monkey in Plymouth, New Hampshire. Then on the 12th, virtual and in person at Johnson Hall in Gardiner in Maine. February 21st, at the Key West Theater in Key West, Florida. February 23rd, along with Jonathan Edwards at Boca Black Box in Boca Raton, Florida. On the 24th, 
Dual Bill there with them at the Emerson Center in Vero Beach. March 17th at the J.E. Broyhill Civic Center in Lenoir in North Carolina. I see he's hosting a retreat this year under his name as he and guest instructors will be at Endicott College in Massachusetts with three days of workshops and sessions taught by seasoned professionals with decades of experience. Sessions with focus on songwriting, singing, speaking, and confident, fear-free presentations. More details are at his uh, website. Chuck Brodsky, big songwriter uh, aficionado and a baseball aficionado all at once with a song about that guy who blew the uh, perfect game for a pitcher because of uh, errant uh, call at first base. Stand-up guy from the album Them and Us. ChuckBrodsky.com C-H-U-C-K-B-R-O-D-S-K-Y.com Chuck Brodsky on Twitter. His musical group tours to Ireland and Scotland for 2023 are um, starting to fill up. For 2023, Ireland is going to be from June 19th to the 28th or July 1st to 10th. Scotland will be uh, mid-April as well as late April or possibly early to mid-September that year. He does seem to have a few recent cancellations for this year's tour of Scotland for mid to late April and also early to mid-July for Ireland. So we want to go to his website for details on how those uh, tours work. He's one of maybe like three or four songwriters I know that do these tours. I know that John Smith is one of them. And I'm trying to recall who uh, who else do, uh, does those tours on a regular basis. Sounds awfully fun. Heather Pearson. Okay. Uh, no. Not Heather Pearson. Actually, John McCutcheon we heard, uh, prior to uh, Mr. Brodsky. John, with the song out here from this uh, great album, Bucket List, on the web at folkmusic.com and McCutcheon Folk on Twitter. He always has a uh, ton of news going on, and he had to postpone but not cancel, just postpone, his annual Left Coast tour, which was set to begin in uh, January. So it looks like the rundown goes from June, let's see, June 5th to the 13th. He'll be in all parts of the um, of uh, California. And recently did a big online concert. Looks like March 6th, He's doing a concert of all traditional music, celebrating his five decades on the road. He'll be joined by a bunch of his pals for a Songwriters in the Round on April 3rd and a Hot Pickers in the Round on April the 10th. And that series concluding with a show he's been asked repeatedly to do called The Story Behind the Song on May the 7th. So if you ever wondered where 
a song of his, a story, a term, or a name came from, you have the chance to send in a request. He is still doing the songwriting camps this year, which is from May 22nd to the 26th, and then June 26th through the uh, 30th. More details are at his website. So those shows I told you about, I told you about the uh, other ones that were canceled. Here are the ones that are still scheduled. And as of now, these are happening. February 5th, the Craddock Center in Cherry Log, uh, Georgia. February 6th at Eddie's Attic. Where that is, of course, Decatur, Georgia. February 17th at First Baptist Church in Shaker Heights, Ohio. February 18th at the Ark in Ann Arbor. February 19th at the Unitarian Universalist Church of Hinsdale, Illinois. February 20th at the First Presbyterian Church of Champaign, Illinois. February 26th, St. Paul's Episcopal in Fayetteville, Arkansas. And some other shows uh, along the way. Now, of course, I'll tell you about Heather Pearson. Goodness Knows is from her recent album, Lines and Spaces. I mentioned she has recently announced a new release called Wishes of Loving Kindness. This is a collection of original chants and rounds set to be released on February the 14th. And I just love Heather's uh, expression with all things uh, Appalachian, folk, New Orleans jazz, and uh, all the meditative stuff that she gets into as well, like with this uh, upcoming album. Okay, so the uh, story. <laughs> this is kind of like this um, Mobius strip, I guess, that ties this entire show together, not unlike uh, Lebowski's rug, you know? Hmm. Interesting metaphor, I suppose. The date is November 5th, 1999. This is in Heather's words. I was a store manager at a record store, playing little music on the side, living in a lousy second-floor apartment in Lewiston, Maine. It hadn't been quite a year since Dad died, so my relationship with Mom hadn't completely deteriorated yet. Things were still strange and tender. As ever, I was still looking for ways to connect with her and draw her out of her grief. One of the perks of working at a record store, in addition to all those free CDs, is the near-constant flow of free concert tickets. This was the late 90s, before the ubiquity of cell phones and the proliferation of social media. Hype for artists, tours, recordings, and music in general was created one pair of eyes and ears at a time. That morning at work, I found out there was a free pair of tickets available to see Meatloaf that night at the State Theater in Portland. When there were no takers amongst our crew, the first thing I thought was, I wonder if Mom would like to go. So I called her. Hey, Mom, do you want to go see Meatloaf tonight for free? I seem to remember a long pause. Ah, sure, why not? Exactly what I thought. I left work earlier that day, and in my excitement, I was even locked my keys in my car at the 7-Eleven near my apartment when I was getting gas. Luckily, there was a kind stranger there with the pickup truck who had the tool required to get me on my way. Just a 
quick shim of my 96 Ford Escort wagon, a car that had nearly 300000 on it when I junked it in 2004. I went out to Hebron and picked up Mom and Son to drive us to Portland and to the Indian place down the street from the venue to enjoy a nice dinner. I even remember getting a little bit of curry on my shirt, leaving a small turmeric stain that would never come clean for the duration of that shirt's life. <laughs> the conversation during the meal was, as it always was in those grief-laden days, stilted and awkward. I think we were both eager to get to the concert and to lose ourselves in the live music experience. Our bellies full, we walked down the street and filed into the venue and took our reserved seats near the back. As soon as the music started, Mom and I were both more at ease. We paradoxically relaxed into the excitement of the show. Live concerts were something that my parents and I enjoyed so often in my youth. I saw so many shows with them of so many styles. Almond Brothers, Moody Blues, ZZ Top, Black Crows, Grateful Dead, Jethro Tull, Fish, Rod Stewart, Michael Bolton, Tom Jones, my first concert when I was nine, Jane's Addiction, Motley Crue, Judas Priest, etc., etc. The list is a mile long. During my tenure at the record store, I went to countless shows at venues large and small around New England, seeing some legends and legends in the making. Ozzy, Motorhead, Moby, Fishbone, Faith No More, Mr. Bungle, Tool, Dick Dale, etc., etc. Anyway, back to the Meatloaf show. There was a pattern forming in the band's set list. They would perform a song or two, and then Meatloaf would sit on the stool at the front of the stage and take questions from the audience. Black-clad rodeos with boom mics would place around the room to folks whose hands were raised. Who are your favorites, and how'd you get your start, kind of questions poured in. And Meatloaf kindly and entertainingly answered each one. During the first round of questions, my mom leaned over to me at one point and joked, you should ask him if you can play with him. And we both chuckled. The band started up again and suddenly, I couldn't let go of mom's idea. I couldn't even hear the band anymore. My heart started pounding and my hands were sweating. She sensed what was happening to my attention. Next round of questions began. Go on, ask him, she goaded. I sat on my hands. I was too nervous. The band started up again, and then something came over me. I started rehearsing my question over and over in my mind, thinking, what's the worst that could happen? That I'll say no and everyone will get a laugh? Which is, of course, is what I absolutely knew would happen. The third round of questions began, and as if it had a mind of its own, my arm shot into the air. My mom smiled. Meatloaf pointed and said, the girl in the back with the blue shirt. When he said that, I remember the stain from dinner. Then my mouth went dry as the boom mic approached, and against the thundering of my heart, I heard myself say, My name is Heather. I'm 23 years old. I play piano, and I'd love to play some rock and roll with you. And without missing a beat, Meatloaf said, You're on. And my heart almost stopped. A cheer came from up from the crowd as another black-clad roadie came down the aisle to accompany me to the stage. I made my approach, up the little wooden stairs, and there I was, suddenly shaking Meatloaf's hands. I turned around to see a sold-out crowd of over a thousand people who were cheering. Cheering for this moment! 
I nearly shat myself. <laughs> the keyboard player stood from the bench with electric baby grand with flames painted on the side. Badass, I thought. He watched me take his seat, smiling and curious. Milov turned to me and said, We're going to play Johnny B. Good in the key of A. How does that sound? I said, Sure. Played a few licks on the piano in the key of A just to try to warm up my nerve-wracked, ice-cold hands, and Milov's head was on a swivel. The crowd went crazy. Suddenly, I wasn't nervous anymore. I was freaking psyched. Let's do this. Someone, probably Meatloaf himself, counted the band in and we played Johnny B. Good, and I took at least one solo, maybe two. I didn't hold back. I let him have it. It was one of the wildest and most fun moments of my life. When the song was over, the crowd was on their feet, screaming, a standing ovation halfway through the show for little old me. I'll never forget the smile Meatloaf gave me as I was leaving the stage. It was certainly not what either one of us was expecting. For the rest of the show, I sat in my seat, completely stunned, unable to stop smiling. People in the row in front of me kept turning around to look at me, and they were smiling too. Toward the end of the set, another black-clad person tapped on my shoulder and said, We would like your contact info. He handed me a small pad and a pencil, and in perfect penmanship, wrote my name, address, and phone number. When the show was over and we were all filing out into Congress Street, I got all kinds of woo and high fives. Then several different people approached me with a question. They all wanted to know how far in advance this had been planned. They really thought it had been set up. And each time I laughed and said, I didn't even know I was coming to this concert until this morning. They talked about it on WBLM, the big classic rock station in Portland. It might have been mentioned in the local news and the Portland Press Herald, too. Some girl got up and played with Meatloaf. And, of course, it's something like that had happened now, there'd be grainy cell phone videos of the thing all over social media. This may sound weird, but I kind of love the anonymity of it. I loved that the news and radio never found out or mentioned my name. Like it was just this crazy fluke thing that happened, because it was this crazy fluke thing that happened. This wild, beautiful, random, awesome thing that a room full of a thousand plus people got to share one wild, beautiful, random, awesome night. To be completely honest, at the time, I did it for mom. Then once I was up on that stage and sat at the piano, I did it for me. 23 years later, it almost feels like a strange dream I once had. Your father would have been so proud, my mom kept saying later tonight on the quiet, surreal drive home. We both missed him so much. And you know, I never did hear from Meatloaf's people. It's okay. Rest in peace, Meatloaf. And may many more wild, beautiful, random, awesome things wait in store for all of us. And I think that is a good way to, cap to put the cap on the bottle for this edition of Radio Crystal Blue. Here in this early part of 2022, January slash February. Again, I'll do my best to roll out these podcasts a little more quickly and getting a better balance of my time here at home and at work and everything else I'm doing because it's life is a bit busy here these days. But I'm adjusting, still adjusting, and I'm sure you'll bear with me as uh, 
that trend continues. I love you all. I thank you for listening. Again, understanding the show is in two parts, but recorded as one whole show, and hopefully it makes sense. If you are listening with um, the Internet Archive at archive.org or with uh, mixcloud.com, that story about meatloaf, I think, is a good bookend to the beginning of the show. But however you listen, I'm grateful. I thank you. And um, that's about all the damage I could do. My, I'm aiming for the next show to be published around the 10th or 11th. I guess we'll see what happens. Be well. Take care. Namaste. Namaste.